Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Well, speaking of uh, the balloon, the U.S. Navy has started to recover parts of the Chinese balloon that was shot down over the Atlantic Ocean. Not only did we find the balloon, all the Navy divers came back speaking in that funny helium voice. <laughs> Mission accomplished! <laughs> Hilarious. Hell no. Hey, hey no. Hell no. Hey no. <laughs> um, so a couple of things on the balloon, which continues to fascinate me. Joe Biden did a 20 plus minute interview on PBS yesterday with Judy Woodruff, and I watched some of the highlights. I fast forwarded through all the domestic jobs and economy BS, which everybody just spins with such fudged numbers and, and everything. I don't even know why we even have these conversations. You know, the Washington Post did a heck of a fact check on uh, some of the the claims Biden made. I, I tip my cap to them. It was pretty thorough and pretty uh, unflinching. No, oh, really. But but nobody reads that stuff. <laughs> what, 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 so what what was your takeaway though? The way they looked at it, did he do a lot of fudging? Oh yeah, yeah, huge fudging. Jobs created, deficit reduced, all of that crap. He's always claiming. They said no, none of that's true. <laughs> Fudge. <laughs> Sounds delicious. Anyway, here's uh, a little of the balloon talk with uh, Joe Biden and Judy Woodruff. China knows exactly that what the deal is with us. So China today mm. is saying uh, they feel smeared, that you smeared them and their leader in your remarks last night. Have relations now between the U.S. and China taken a big hit, no. frankly? 
No. How do you know? I know. I talked to him. You've talked to Xi Jinping? talked to Xi Jinping before. I, and our, our team talks to their people. During this and yeah, since? Yeah, after this. I haven't talked to him during this. Oh. The two of them were then fed <laughs> jello and encouraged to watch as the world turns. What the hell was that? That's a couple of 80-year-olds sitting around, like, mumbling at each other. And no disrespect to our senior citizens, I hope to be one someday. And I hope to live to 80. My dad, who I love with all my heart, is that age. But we don't need him leading the world. <laughs> but what was your takeaway from Shame that? Money. What was your takeaway from that conversation? D- did it hurt relations? No. Well, how do you know that? I talked to him. Which would be a big deal if he's talked to President Xi since the balloon episode. I've talked to him. You've talked to him? Yeah, I talked to him. But it was, you know, 30 minutes ago? Did he say minutes ago there at the end? I, I couldn't even yeah. figure out what he was saying. You talked to who? Uh, <laughs> it's craft time where the nice lady lets us fingerprint. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> um, one let's, more. let's hear that again. Okay, I'm fine with it. Go yeah. ahead. China knows exactly that what the deal is with us. So China today mm. is saying uh, they feel smeared, that you smeared them and their leader in your remarks last night have relations now between the u.s and china taken a big hit no no how do you know i know i talked to him you've talked to talked to xi jinping before i and our our team talks to their people during this and after i haven't talked to him during this yeah, no, after. I, I haven't talked to him in 30... What are you freaking... T- what did you say? And she didn't, like, clarify. Wait a second. Did you talk to him? Have you talked to the president of China since we caught a balloon in our country? Yes or no? You just said yes. Is that a yes? Yeah. Our yeah. People talk I mean, to their no. People. I mean, uh, just, uh, you know, I haven't in 30 minutes. You mean 30 months? 33 months? Uh, what, are you th- what are you saying? No joke. And then, uh, and one more, because I don't know what we have and what we don't have. I can fill in the rest. Uh, you know what? He's distracted because Dr. Jill was making out with uh, Kamala's old man. Did you see Tucker last night? That was unbelievable. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Acted like there's some sort of weird sexual craziness going on in the White House. <laughs> Wife swapping in the White House. <laughs> oh, my God. And like completely with a straight face, he was doing it. Anyway, here's a little more Biden on there. The next clip, Michael. But look, I mean, <laughs> the idea of shooting down a balloon that's gathering information over America um, and uh, is and that break that t- makes relations worse. So she asked him the question, and here's here's an example of why NPR, PBS, which you know is gov- somewhat taxpayer funded, is. Is not the, well, I go to that because they're going to be honest and fair and down the middle. So Judy Woodruff says that Republicans are saying you should have shot down the balloon earlier. Yes, a lot of Republicans are. So's Leon Panetta, the Secretary of Defense under your old boss, Barack Obama. Maybe mention that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and there's a lead Democrat on one of the uh, Senate committees who's going to start an investigation on how, how these have been getting in and why we didn't shoot it down, that sort of stuff. But it's, it's not only Republicans that are saying you should have shot it down earlier. So that, I, I, that that just gave him an out where he could. Uh, it's politics. What are you going to think that hurt relations or? What? 
Somebody hit me a while back, and I'd give credit if I could remember who it was, that one of the great forms of bias you'll see in the media is if a uh, Republican has his hand caught in a cookie jar. The headline is, Republican has hand caught in cookie jar. If a Democrat gets caught with their hand in the cookie jar, the headline is, Republicans accuse Democrat of having hand in cookie jar. They always remove it. They always put it a layer away and make every sin of the left seem like a Republican claim that's, well, probably fake. Right. Yeah, I was disappointed in that. And and again, just uh, I want this question answered. How is he so energetic and like 20 years younger for a debate with Trump or a State of the Union address? And then the next day he's back to... uh, uh, and his like head was kind of lolling on his chest. <laughs> you know, we need, and we've we've talked about this before during the campaign, uh, and we've had people who've dealt with this stuff, doctors, pharmacists, caregivers, say, yeah, it's it's this drug. Do you, can you all remind us of what that is? Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com if you want to drop us an email. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com or if you just want to text 415-295-KFTC. I hesitate to give the text line because I know what we'll get. <laughs> Not um, sincerity, but, by the way. Uh, one more time, and then I'll let it go. What the hell is asking a question, and then the president implies that he had a conversation with the leader of China, two biggest countries in the world who may go to war in the next couple of years, about them spying on us. And she doesn't clarify whether he did or not. He implies he did, then he says he didn't. And What, what was that? What, what the hell is that? What kind of journalism I, I, is that? Why'd you I interview think she him at gave all? up. What's the point of interviewing him if you're not going to well, like follow up on something like that? Either she just gave up because she was talking to a, a sleepy, rambling old fool, or she lost her train of thought. Because with all due respect, whatever is due to Judy Woodruff anyway, she's a liberal, Jack, a liberal. Um, yeah, she was thinking, uh, it's Tuesday. Did I take my Lipitor? I took that on Wednesdays. She's old think. as the hills as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a hell of a thing, though. Whether or not he talked to she about this is a pretty big foreign policy thing. Well, I, I talked to her yeah. before. Yeah, I did. Can I hear? Can we? Is there a way to just get to that? Or we, I'm just so <laughs> yeah, confused. It's not that by long. This. Play it again. Yeah. China knows exactly that what the deal is with us. So China today <clears throat> is saying uh, they feel smeared that you smeared them. And their leader, in your remarks last night, have relations now between the U.S. and China taken a big hit? No. Frankly? No. How do you know? I know. I talked to him. You've talked to Xi Jinping? talked to Xi Jinping before, I, and our, our team talks to their people. During this? Yeah, after I haven't talked to him during this. Yeah, yeah, after I haven't talked to him. What the hell is that? Wow. What did that last part is the the? Yeah, no, I I have not for what? What the hell is that? I just all right. I'll Uh, let it go. Let it go. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you don't love your neighborhood, he says, making a transition. But at least you don't live next to a high-rise hog farm. Hmm, pig towers. Yeah, pig, <laughs> that's not a good name. Uh, it's actually a really interesting story, again, about China. There's more on the balloon surveillance thing that they are clearly doing all over the world as fast as they can 
China on the march, folks, but we're keeping an eye on them, even if our sleepy old great-grandpotus isn't. And Burt Bacharach, the Oscar-winning composer, is dead at 94. We'll have an hour-long look back at Burt Bacharach's career coming up later, playing all of his favorite syrupy saccharine songs. 94-year-old songwriter? Yeah, that doesn't make us sound old at all. I can't name a song. Can you name a song, a Burt Bacharach song? I know he was yeah, a big actually, deal when we were kids. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could. Okay, is he like okay. Barbra Streisand sort of stuff? Or? Well, yeah, and like uh, a lot of the hits other people had, like uh, "What's New Pussycat" and um, and all those like swinging, jivey hits of the late '60s. Burt wrote a bunch of those. Well, he was a great songwriter. But once no again, doubt. once again, the lesson is: if you're a celebrity, don't outlive your fame. He is too <laughs> old for the people who gave a crap to be around and be in the news and talk about. What does it. he care? He's dead. His gra- do his grandchildren get a vote on that, too? You're trying to snuff the man before his time. I'll bet he was happy to grow old. If he died at 64 instead of 94, <laughs> huge news story. You die at 94, nobody cares. Just a lesson wow. for you celebrities out there. It's die when perver- you're younger. <laughs> That's perverse. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Hey, 
Michael, do we still have that Elton John clip from back in the day where he was yelling at the reporters in the airport? Pigs! Rude yeah, pigs! And grab it. <laughs> oh, boy. So uh, it's funny. The headline caught our uh, virtually everybody's eye around here. Uh, giant Towers of Pigs. Uh, I was going to... Oh, yeah, I can still last. Jack, what country consumes more pork per capita than any other country on Earth? I wouldn't have known this, and I, I just read it, but I wouldn't have, get, I wouldn't yeah. have known. I just said the U.S., just because I thought we'd eat the most you know, meat in general China, with anybody. China eats half the pork in the whole world, which is amazing. Well, yeah, well, they got a hell of a lot of people, too. But, yeah, they eat a tremendous amount of pork. They love hog as much as we do or more. You'd think that would be enough to bring us together. And people used to raise them in their backyard. But as it gets more urbanized, they aren't raising pigs in their backyards anymore. Yeah, not only did they want the meat, but they uh, wanted the manure and all sorts of stuff. But so anyway, uh, this uh, coverage in the New York Times is really interesting. The more I read, the more interesting it becomes. Uh, they mentioned that in China, there is a shortage of agricultural land. I don't know how that can be. The country is vast. But what they've done as part of their drive to enhance their agricultural competitiveness in China, the, the communist government, is these giant towers of pigs. They look to be enormous apartment high rises. Well, the Guardian has a picture of one that's 12 floors high. 12 I'm looking at one that's 26. Really? Wow. Yeah, it's just gigantic. Um, and I'll read you some of this. The first sows arrived in late September at the hulking 26-story high-rise towering above the rural village in central China. The female pigs were whisked away dozens at a time in industrial elevators to the higher floors where the hogs would reside from insemination to maturity. Now, I think in California we've gone too it's the far. the title of my autobiography, by the way, from insemination to uh, maturity. <laughs> Still taking shape. I feel like in California we've gone too far in that chickens and pigs each get their own two-bedroom apartment and yeah. uh, a personal chef. But uh, I'm I'm thinking they're not treating the animals that great in China. You know, I've seen some of the pictures. I don't think it's any worse than anything else, uh, any other commercial hog outfit. Although, as you may recall, I saw a video of, of one of those once, and it almost put me off pork forever. Almost. Well, if you knew how much I loved pork, you'd understand that it would, you know, I don't know. If a talking pig came and, and woke me up at night and lectured me, that would still be a maybe. You'd eat him in the morning. <laughs> rude, vile pig. It's my country. You know what I mean? Rude, vile pig. Hello? 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 Yeah, we'd like to get out. That's enough. That's an angry Chinese hog farmer right there. If you If a talking pig visited you in the night... Yes. In the morning, you would say, you seem like a charming chap, but <laughs> turn around. <laughs> it's bacon time. So inside the giant building, uh, which uh, resembles the monolithic housing block seen across China and stands as tall as the London Tower that houses Big Ben, the pigs are monitored on, uh, monitored on high-definition cameras by uniformed technicians in NASA-like command centers. Each floor operates like a self-contained farm for the different stages of a young pig's life. An area for pregnant pigs, a room for farrowing piglets, spots for nursing, and space for fattening the hogs. So I guess as your uh, hog life uh, progresses, you get moved down floor by floor. And I'll bet the pigs are thinking, hey, what do you, what do you figure happens on that bottom floor there? <laughs> I wouldn't worry about it. I'm sure it's fine. Food is carried on a conveyor belt to the top floor where it's collected in giant tanks that deliver more than one million pounds of food a day. 
to the floors below through high-tech feeding tubes. It's amazing. So I wonder why we haven't done this. Is it only because it would look so bad that we have not done this in the United States? It sounds very efficient, but... Well, it And does. not necessarily worse for the pig, as you pointed out, but it wouldn't look good. Giant towers of pigs going up in elevators. Right. Well, and it's impossible to ignore. I mean, because you can see it from miles and miles away, and so it's just, it attracts attention. Uh, but uh, a pig farm in name, the operation is more like a Foxconn factory for pigs with the precision required of an iPhone production line. Even pig feces are measured, collected, and repurposed. Roughly one quarter of the feed will come out as dry excrement that can be repurposed as methane to generate electricity. Wow. How about that? So again, China consumes half of the pork in the entire world. The number of pig farms where people just like raise pigs in their own backyards has gone down 75% since just 2007. That's how much China has changed, which we've talked about a lot as the Mm -hmm. world gave them all these benefits so they could uh, modernize, much to our dismay now, as they're sending us spy balloons and whatnot, hypersonic missiles. But uh, it wasn't very long ago, the average Chinese person was living in a hut with pigs and chickens living in the backyard, yeah. dirt roads in some sort, of, uh, some sort of village, and now they're moving to town and you got pig towers. Well, and uh, they're still much less uh, efficient than the developed world in in food production, and so they're trying to address that. But um, it's something. Giant high-rise pig farms. Super efficient. I'll bet they deal with the waste better than a conventional hog farm. I don't know. Maybe not. It looks like the big Russian offensive in Ukraine may be on. Madonna continues to be upset about people making fun of the way she looked. And a bunch of other stuff coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. 
So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Some people, including President Trump, complained that during his speech, Biden said the word folks too much. Take a look at this. Folks, 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 look, folks, 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 folks. Yeah, he does say folks a lot, but uh, Biden also says another phrase a lot, too. Listen to finish the job, 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 finish the job. Yeah. You know what? I feel like those might sound pretty good together. That's right. It's time for a State of the Union remix. Folks is more of a crutch, but finish the job, I think, is a pretty good. Uh, it's like make America great again. It's a pretty good campaign slogan like you know we, we did all this and we're gonna do we're gonna finish the job so reelect me to finish the job it's as good as anything um uh, a couple of things to uh, mention it looks like the big offensive in ukraine has begun according to people who are watching this sort of thing closely russian forces have regained the initiative in ukraine and have begun their next major major offensive according to the institute for the study of war the commitment of significant elements of at least three major Russian divisions to offensive operations in the in one sector means the Russian offensive has begun. That has been talked about, and, and Zelensky's been saying for a couple of weeks now that hey, look, it's it's imminent. Uh, so far, Ukrainian forces seem to be preventing Russian Russian forces from securing significant gains, but that could change, you know, on a moment's notice. So, man, it's on, and those tanks ain't going to be there in time for that. And Zelensky was in Europe yesterday in Brussels asking for planes, but even if they say yes, those planes aren't going to be there with pilots who can fly them in time for this. Boy, it's some grim, grim mathematics, too. Will the wave after wave of untrained, poor recruits be enough to surmount the Ukrainian defenses or take territory before they fall apart from their lack of motivation and training and, and you know, bad weaponry? And it's worked before for various militaries, including the Russians. You send enough waves of people, you can, you can win. If you have more people, if especially. You got, if you got enough people you're willing to have die. Yeah. That'll be something to follow. I don't know if you've, of course you remember the uh, Leah Thomas character, the swimmer who has a male genitalia, but swam as a woman for that college team and broke gazillions of records. Yeah. Record Just- after record after record. Absolutely ridiculous. Lapping yes. people in the pools. She, she she was so much better than the other born without penises girls. Trying to figure out how to word this. Anyway. So, yeah, I hear you. And the fact that you're struggling with how to word it is uh, uh, just a sign of how far down the crazy road we've gone. One woman who swam with her has come out and says that Leah Thomas did expose her male genitalia in the women's locker room after one meet that... Uh, she dropped her pants and showed her penis. 
It's a weird sentence I didn't think I'd ever say. Um, and uh, so th- I don't know if this becomes something or not. I mean, if it were close. I won't say it. You know what? I don't blame you for saying it. I do not. I am not criticizing my friend and longtime partner, Mr. Armstrong, in the least for saying her penis. Ain't no hers with penises. But if we're close. Except in extremely rare cases of uh, uh, genetic, uh, you know, situations. I feel like if we were closer to Me Too, the assault on a woman by bearing your genitals to her would be, would override. But I think right now, I think the enthusiasm for everything trans overrides the Me Too stuff, don't you think? Certainly among the hatchet men and women of the online mob, yeah. Yeah, there's a cartoon that's uh, widely circulated these days. Uh, there's a flasher showing their junk to uh, young schoolgirls. Uh, but somebody's rushing in saying, it's okay. Uh, she's transgender. So the children should be happy to be exposed to full-grown male genitals. Or No longer is that a sign of uh, perversity and crime. It's lovely. That's a good one. That is that is interesting. So be glad you don't live in Turkey or Syria. The death toll is now past 20,000. Who knows where it's going to end up? It's going to rank among the worst disasters in modern world history. And uh, something like 15,000 buildings are known to have fallen down so far. And who knows where that number will end up also. Wow. Including 15,000 buildings that have collapsed. Well, if that's the case, as you say, the death toll is going to be just an incomprehensible number. Well, you know, right now the death toll is just a little more than one person per building. Got to believe it's higher than that. So, Well, and you see some of those piles of rubble that are just, I mean, they are just piles of rubble. Yeah. And that it's going to take forever to get through them to figure out who's under there. Right. And Jake Tapper was talking on CNN. They've been doing a lot of coverage on this yesterday on CNN, and it's gruesome. So, ooh. It is gruesome. I couldn't hang with it, and I got to admit, I mostly ignore these things just from a, does it help them for me to take in more horror? I don't know. Maybe I'd be more likely to donate to a charity. I also was reading a story about how difficult that whole thing is to not have in a country like Turkey or Syria to have any charity money show up and not just be stolen. I mean, it's hard. Look at the United States. Look how many gazillions of dollars of COVID relief money was stolen in the freaking United States. What do you think your chances are in Syria? You know, it's funny. You should bring that up. I was all set to go with these numbers. Uh, The Department of Labor Inspector General updated Congress yesterday that largely because of unemployment benefit fraud, the estimate of wrongfully distributed uh, COVID-19 aid it's probably $30 billion more than the previous total, which was thought. So it's going to be something just under $200 billion. So if a $200 billion in fraud. So if a fifth of a trillion dollars was stolen of COVID money in the United States, how do you help people in Syria and Turkey? That sucks. I think... It's safe to say every tax dollar paid by every human being listening to us now or in the future and everybody, all of those people know every single dime of income tax that's come out of their checks or ever will wouldn't amount to the amount of fraud. 
the amount of money stolen from the federal government is a, a, oh, correct a, easily a little bit of which is being clawed back but so all of that money that's come out when you need that money they're just throwing it around willy-nilly and i'm not we're not here to make you angry all the time or anything like that but that's what big bloated government looks like but people continue to vote for it as uh, their great grandpotus for instance the other night from the the halls of congress promised that the government's here to to give you a, a soft and wonderful life it's not why it exists. Uh, one more thing on the whole earthquake in Turkey and Syria is uh, all those buildings that fell down. They showed a giant castle that was built by the Romans, for crying out loud, that had withstood lots of major earthquakes over the years, but fell down during this one. That's something. That is something. Uh-huh. I saw old man Erdogan showed up at uh, one of your, your disaster sites, and he vowed, we'll rebuild this town within two years. Everybody's like, what are you talking about? No, you won't. But he's half a dictator. I don't know if you saw these pictures. doesn't mean anything, but I thought it was kind of interesting. So LeBron the other night breaks the all-time scoring record in the NBA. Um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar wrote a great Substack piece. I've got some quotes from I'll read from later. He's the guy who had the record before. Uh, interesting, but about the importance of people accomplishing things and then striving to surpass them and how that's important mm. for mankind, and he's glad somebody broke his record and everything. I thought it was really cool. It's not the way all athletes react to these sorts of things. <laughs> but um, there's a picture. So there's a picture of Michael Jordan from back in 96 or whatever year it was. His last shot with the Chicago Bulls wins the championship. If you're an NBA fan, you remember it. Uh, probably pushed off the guy, whatever. Um <laughs> <laughs> the Utah Let Jets. him play. So, Let him play. So anyway, there's a picture of it, and it's behind Jordan, and it's looking at the crowd. And everybody in the crowd is standing with their mouth open for this major shot to see what happens. Some of them with a beer in their hand, um, but mouth open. The picture for LeBron, everybody's standing with their mouth open and a phone out. Like every single human being has wow. their phone out doing that whole thing we do where we live our lives through the viewer of our phone. As we're watching a live event. Right. Isn't that something? I mean, I don't know if it's important or means anything, but nobody in 96, everybody in 2023. And I stopped doing this. I talked about this when my kids were younger. I realized it was it was, it was was having an effect on the moments. Like when, you know, they take their first step or do whatever. That I have my phone out and I'm watching it through the phone to make sure I got it. It's just, it's not the same. Yes. As just taking it in with your eyeballs and not thinking about the phone. Taking the world in as a cameraman is very different than as a participant. Emotionally, neurologically. Oh, yeah. yeah. I I had the same experience. Yeah. The the vision, these people that were at the game that want to do, I don't know, first of all, we all feel like we got to document everything or it didn't happen. It's not real if we can't share it on uh, Instagram or with whatever um but you're, yeah your your memory of that big shot is not the same having held your phone up and recorded it it's weird yeah yeah we all, we all do it but. you you want to hear a really weird example of this and i haven't brought this up for years and years but when uh, my now 23 year old daughter was born she was born by a c-section <clears throat> because the doctors were co- convinced that she was and, immense and did you have the baby or did judy it was Judy. Judy yeah. did. She went ahead. We went ahead and chose that, uh, that she, as a woman, am I allowed to say that, would have the baby. Anyway, uh, but they, they thought she was going to be giant. So uh, they said C-section for, for both of your benefits. Giant um, or a giant? Uh, just very large. Did they think you were having a giant? 
Like they've well, done that stuff where they go in. I don't think they... that's a thing, no, okay. as the kids say. Anyway, they thought she was going to be quite large. So um, it was a C-section. I decided, well, what the heck? I've, you know, let's record her her birth, <clears throat> which was essentially recording a surgery. How often do you break that out and watch it? Never have. Never have. Hey, you feel like watching the C-section? Like during the Super Bowl halftime, I'm not into Rihanna. Right. <laughs> hey, everybody, watch this. <laughs> Um, Irma Gerd, would that be a moment? Anyway, I I do okay with blood and guts, but not great. It's always been true. When my kids were hurt, I was able to steal myself and do what needed to be done. But it was not easy for me. I was watching the C-section unfold, and started to get really woozy and freaked out and the rest of it. But I'm making a point here. If I watched it through the viewfinder, it was fine. Oh, that is it. That is really interesting. Now you got to flip that on its head when you're talking about watching your baby take its first steps or right. play in a concert or a hundred other examples. What was it that made it so much less powerful for me? <clears throat> I could just sit there. Which and was and a, you flip that over on its head, that's not a happy thing. No, it's a good thing for the C-section, but a horrible thing for the the concert or the first steps or the birthday or whatever. Oh, my God, the joy becomes... Is this framed right? Right. Is this, lighting, is this lighting okay? Why is the focus not working? Oof! Yeah. Do you all feel bad about yourselves? Good. That was the point of this segment. Indeed. That's why Especially we're Especially you parents. Oh Cherished boy. memories, you ruined them. Okay? Keep that in mind all day long. So LeBron had way, way, way more free throws than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Is that a knock? It is absolutely a knock. Why is that a knock? He's a fake. He's a pretender to the throne. I don't get it. You're a guard who goes to the basket versus a guy who stood out there and did the skyhook all the time. Stood out there? He scored all his points in the paint. He was he was playing in the era where you could get convicted for assault and battery, but you wouldn't get a foul call. Well, on well you. that's true. That's definitely true. He'd have gotten thousands more free throws if he played in the modern era. LeBron is a big nothing. He's a fake. No, well, I don't buy that a bit. But no, no, neither do I. We have a clip. Here's the clip. Play the clip. Westbrook with it. Give it to LeBron at the right elbow. LeBron, one-on-one on one against Kenrick Williams. Backing him in. Turns. Shoots. Gets away with an Scores! offensive power. Because New defense Kenyan isn't Tower. allowed anymore. Why don't you put him in dresses? From one Laker <laughs> to another. Bill Lambert would have taken his head off. Why don't you? has passed the captain. Why don't you put him in dresses? Hilarious. Uh, more on the way. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. HBO bringing back some stuff that they had canceled in a in a unique way. Maybe we'll get to that later if you got the HBO Max like I do because I have all the streaming services because I'm stupid. Plus, the IRS says, wait, don't file your taxes yet, <laughs> which is a funny thing for them to say. I'll explain why in just a moment or two. Trust, trust me, I haven't. Yeah, um, so we were talking about the the billions and billions and billions of dollars wasted in uh, COVID money that was fraudulently taken by criminal gangs and foreigners and whatever. Got this note from a friend during the early stages of the PPE loan. Someone fraudulently scored $28,000 using my late father's identification. It has taken my extremely capable lawyer, my wife, two years and several notarized documents to get the government off my butt. Wow, that sounds awful. Well, and my wife pointed out, and this is how stupid and heavy-handed the government is. She pointed out and asked them several times, do you have our address? Why wouldn't you send a check to the address you've had for years? Why would you electronically send $28,000 overseas? Which is exactly what they did. That's how careful they were with your money, friends. Unbelievable. Electronic overseas transfer to somebody who's lived in the United States for generations. What was, I was dealing with something with the IRS. I don't remember what it was. Where it was a, a address situation that kept coming up, and I kept saying, "If you don't, if you if you don't have my address, who does have my address? If you don't, I mean, you've got my address, right? You send me things all the time, right? And demand under pain of law that I do something about them. So obviously, you think I live here." Now, uh, speaking of your tax dollars at rest, uh, uh, welcome to the IRS Minute on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Nearly two dozen states provided inflation relief payments or state tax rebates last year. The great state of Cal Unicornia, for instance, with their inflation relief checks that caused more inflation. Well, here's your tax question. Which of those payments and rebates are federally taxable? The answer from the IRS is, we don't know. We're not really sure. Ah, bah. 
Um, we're, we're trying to figure that out. So don't file your taxes yet. Officially, they said yesterday they need more time to determine which of those payments are federally taxable and told taxpayers not to submit returns until it finalizes those rules. So the tax code is now too complex and uncertain for the IRS itself. It doesn't know what's taxable. Well, that, 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 we have the statistics every single year that that IRS hotline that you call, you know, you have accountants test it and it's wrong like half the time or something. Yeah, so. yeah it's like a coin flick coin flip so i don't know whether to stand on my head or spit wooden nickels uh (laughs) that'd be a trick that'd be a good trick do that at the halftime show the irs Uh. just doesn't even know they say for taxpayers uncertain about the taxability of their state payments wait a minute you're uncertain about the taxability of my state payments so don't lay it on me beaches Anyway, the IRS recommends they wait until additional guidance is available or consult with a reputable tax professional. Of course, they don't know either, because if we don't know, how the hell would they know? Right. Great, Scott, you people who want bigger and bigger government, I want to throttle you with both my hands. But I won't, because I'm a man of peace. (laughs) Um, How much time have I got, Michael? Hmm... I don't want to go short shrift to the HBO story, so perhaps hour four. If you don't get every single hour, we do four hours of this. You can grab the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. <coughs> Excuse me there. The um, Super Bowl is on uh, Sunday, and we're going to do all our shopping for uh, uh, snacks and stuff on Saturday. How hard is it to make the dip you're going to bring in tomorrow, Michael? How long does that take? It doesn't take very long. Um, I have a surprise for you, actually. No. Yes, tomorrow I'm going to bring you and the boys some dip so that you can just put it in the oven. Oh, now that is really nice and awesome. Take and bake dip, Michael. Oh, that's right. My kids will be so freaking excited to have some really good cheese dip like you make. Oh, that's going to be awesome. What do you Mm. recommend it with a Frito? What's the best chip? I like the Fritos. Fritos Fritos scoops. The Frito scoops, hard to beat. Mm. No? Nah, Fritos. Nah. What? Strong and Getty. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.